listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot. We are Sex Bob-Bob, and we're here to make you think about death and get sad and stuff. Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. That is from a song called "Party Up." Yes, that I listen to. Keep a straight face. I listened to that song the other day, and I was like, "This lyrics sound like nothing like a party I want to go to." Oh no, hell no! And that's not even when he gets into calling people faggots and talking about fucking them and shit. Like, oh, I don't know what kind of parties DMX is in. But no, thank you, sir. I would, I would refuse that Facebook invitation. It's definitely not. Uh, it's definitely not a tea party. With uh, all the homosexual, well, actually, all that homophobia. Yes, it is, it might maybe be a it is tea party. party. Maybe DMX <laughs> is in the tea party. Yes, they bring their own tea to his tea party. Well, if you're listening to this, you should already know because you might be listening live on Ustream right now. Yep. yep. Uh, or possibly, maybe you're listening later on and you got all kinds of dope ass music behind us. Yes. Check us out. The Black Guy Who Tips, and you can find us all sorts of ways. Yes, you can. Uh, probably the primary easy way being to go to Google and just search The Black Guy Who Tips. Yes, sir. But uh, you can go to theblackguywhotips.com. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go there, we got all kinds of shit you can do. Yes, sir. You can vote in the polls. Yes. And when you vote in the polls, you can leave comments. Mm-hmm. You can always donate to the show. You know, look on the right-hand side. Uh, you can donate one time or you can do a recurring donation. Yes, we like money. Thank you, guys. Yeah, appreciate the people that donate to the show. Um, uh, you can always... Check the store out. Go to the store and buy stuff. Uh, I think Shirley said she bought a mug this week, so... Woo-hoo! We got people buying stuff, you know, and take pictures with the stuff. Send us, yes. Send us the pictures. Love those, guys. Um, also, you can find us on uh, iTunes and Stitcher and Facebook and Podomatic. 
Um, to find us on any of these sites, you just search the Black Out Tips. If you go to iTunes, leave us a five star review. Please do, guys. If you leave us a five star review, we'll read whatever you wrote, regardless of content. Regardless. And we appreciate those five star reviews because I think we're somewhere around 120 of them now. That's what I'm talking about. Which is awesome. Yes, it um, is. And also, if you're from another country and you leave us a five-star review, let us know what country you're from. So we can find you. Yeah, we have to go look it up. Uh, iTunes in America only shows the American reviews. Yeah, so if you're in Canada or anywhere else, please let us know. Um, of course, also on Stitcher, you can favorite our show. Please do that. And favorite a lot of the other people in the chill circuit. Favorite yes. other black podcasts. I think most of them are on it now. Yeah, almost everybody's on it. You know, go favorite other people that uh, create podcasts, people you follow on Twitter. Go, go favorite that shit. Um, of course, on Facebook, you can like our group. Yes. Even if you hate Facebook now because they made two changes. Oh, I'm so mad. Oh, I'm going to burn Facebook down. Yeah. Uh, but I, just like our group. We don't give a damn if you want to burn it down. Yeah, but yeah, go go there and like the Black Out Tips. Uh, I think we're up to 2,237. 2, Woo! Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So that's cool. People like the group and spread the word and tell people. And also, let me give a quick shout out to Black Girl Online. Which is a pornographic website with message boards and shit that I go to every once ah. in a while. And they, um, somebody said that uh, our Ray J podcast is so good, they shared it over there. And we actually got a lot of downloads from my, porno, my pornographic watching brothers over there. So. Alright, alright. Watch them big booty shakes and tip them girls. Don't forget to tip the strippers. Yeah, <laughs> so that's cool, man. I thought that was really, real cool. And of course, some people hated it, but that's fine. Just don't, just leave a five-star view if you're going to hate it. That's all. Yes. Um, <clears throat> of course, also, you can contact us. That's what this show is all about. It's yes, the feedback yes. show. And there's all kinds of ways to contact us. First, we're on Twitter. Um, I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'll say that again. That is in D-A-T. And we're also on Google+. Plus. Yes. I am Rodimus, last name Prime. I'm um, say that again. First name, say that again. Last name, why? Because I'm lazy. <laughs> And of course, you can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Yep. You can call the show, 704 557 0186. And we'll probably take live calls later on in the show um, Sir. after we do some feedback. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. Now, let's do some feedback. But first, I would like to give people props for giving us money. Yes. Those are my favorite people in the world. You know, the people that give us money that, you know, want us to keep making the podcast. So they say, here is a donation of some money. J4, I think it's J4.net on Twitter. He gave us some money. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you, my brother. Sherry and Michael, you may know them as, you may know them as Sherry's Joy and Scarfinger. They gave us some money. That's what's up. Thank you, guys. Uh, also, Larian. Hollywood. Hollywood. Not too Hollywood to give something back to the little people. He gave us some money and a recurring donation. Him and Sherry recurring donations. I love those kinds because yes. that means it is a bill to them. Yes. Like, they skipped one McRib that week. <laughs> yes, they did. And they hooked us up. Thank you. Uh, Sharif. Thank you, man. Uh... Of course, Sharif Jackson is a big supporter of everybody's podcast. He's also on Twitter. Yes, um, Check him out. But, yeah, thank you very much for the donation, man. I think he's recurring, too. And it is recurring. Woo-hoo! That means we'll see you next month. Yes, we will, Assuming sir. everything went well with the product this week. You know? That's the only thing about recurring donations. Like, what if I slip up and say something, they get angry, and they just stop? You know? Ha, 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 ha. just like, oh, man, you know what? I was wiggling Sharif's Twitter, and that nigga said... 
faggots need to die. And I was like, that is wrong. And then, oh, wait a minute, I won't get a donation. <laughs> I mean, you know, everyone has no, their own opinion. No, we can't make the congregation mad. They'll quit talking. Yeah, they won't talk. Um, Alright, so um, thank you for those donations. Let's see, we have iTunes reviews, Facebook page, um, the polls, comments on the polls. What, what do you want to do first, Karen? First, let's do Facebook. All right, so we're going to check out Facebook. Yes. So you, for most of you guys, if you want to go find us on Facebook, you can go to Facebook.com slash TheBlackGuyWhoTips, yes. uh, and I, it'll come up, you know. Go check on, click on shit, and people come here, and they submit articles to us all the time, and they leave comments on different uh, posts and different um, shows and stuff like that, and I, I really appreciate the people that do that. Um, so, of course, the episode that we had was episode 215 last Saturday. Yes. Uh, it was about the audio quality of the show. Yes. Because we had complaints about episode 214 14. with the Thug Friends. Mm-hmm. Some people were saying they didn't, uh, they couldn't really hear because Twiggy's phone was acting insane and she was just doing so much stuff. And, um, you know, I tried to explain to the best of my ability why it was either that or no show. Yep. That night. Um, and we'll get to the poll on that later because yes, I put will. it up to the audience to decide. Yes, sir. But Terrence Wilson says, Mac motherfucking mall. Man, I love, love, love this song. And this is from a cat who wrote hard for the, for the East during the dark days of the East West beat. New Jersey Drive soundtrack, right? That is correct, Terrence. 100% correct. Uh, that was the song I played at the end of the song, uh, at the end of our podcast. Yes. That money, 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 all I know. That shit. Yeah. It's, it's so West Coast. I love it, man. Like, I learned like 12 West Coast slang words off that shit. I don't right. I'm all about my fetty. Money. Money. That shit was, that was yes. my shit. Yeah. It's like half of these busters be talking bad. I was like, what, what is a buster? Need to yes. go to the, there was no Urban Dictionary when, uh, no, no. when, when yeah. that and, song came you know, out. I know I'm black, but, 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 you know, once you invest so much money in your 401k, you lose track of slang. I was like, Chopper, what is a chopper in my car? I have no idea what that is. The helicopter that makes no damn sense. Back before, um, back before the internet was big, a lot of you guys don't know this because you're younger than me, but, you know, I'm 33 now. Jesus. Um. Ah! So, uh, but yeah, back before um, the internet, you had to decipher slang from other places yes. through context clues. Yes. If you there was no UrbanDictionary.com no. or SOHH I message mean, board. And if that shit came up, it took forever. He was like, fuck it. Yeah, you just never knew, man. Um, let's see what else. Well, oh, also, don't forget to go to the podcastawards.com and nominate the Black Eyed Tips for an award in comedy. Yes, please, guys. Please do that. I would love to see if we can even get nominated. Let's find out, you know. Uh, and, you know, if we don't, that's fine, but I would really appreciate if people would try. Yeah, I voted for us. Yeah. Um, also, I'll keep posting our guest spots. We do guest spots every week on other people's shows. Yes, we do. And I'll put it on our page for you guys to go check out. So, you know, make sure you guys are doing that. Um, we really appreciate the people that do that. Yes. Uh, also, while I'm on it, 5 o'clock today, we'll be live tweeting a movie by Shadow Dog Productions called Gorilla. Yes. So if you want to check us out, or if you're just looking at Twitter wondering what the fuck we're doing, yes. that's, that's what we're what doing. doing. So, uh, uh, we so you see Pound Gorilla. Well, what the hell is they watching over there? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Gorilla was a porn. Uh, also, uh, Deanna, she posted the Ray J audio for us, which was cool. Thank you. Um, let's see what else. Oh, we created a new shirt. 
the we've updated the shirt be your own radio thank you to sterling um y'all may know him as the room god on twitter uh he gave us a new design for be your own radio and it's, it's pretty dope if i must say myself man it's more of an old school looking boom box and yes. the graphics are like kind of splayed in there it's, it's dope man so if you guys want to use that that's cool yeah check it out shout out to zoom who sent us the uh the nunchucks fighting off the guards article. A few people said that one in. Uh-huh. Uh, Leonard asked about our Ustream shows on Thursday. He says, y'all always do Thursday shows at this time? If so, I'm going to start listening at work. I'm stuck here till around 6 on Thursdays right now any damn way. And uh, we don't always do it live on Thursdays, but we try to most weeks. Yes. And it's normally is around 5 o'clock, assuming no shit went wrong. That's now, right. remember, we have full-time jobs, so <laughs> it is pushing it. To get everything off and popping by five, you know, especially when we have other guests and stuff. But yeah, yes. but that's our goal to get it by five every Thursday live. Yes, uh, it is. And we, if it's not, we'll normally tell you. We'll normally say something like, "This is our guest, and the show will be up Friday." Um, I put a picture up of that sexual enhancement dealer card from John. Yes. Did we get anyone any comments on the on the uh, Ray J one? No. No, 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 no comments on that one. Um, and then, uh, of course, I put up our guest spots for last week, and Giovanni says, You guys were awesome. Thank you for introducing me to more podcasts. I have, however, heard and seen a few episodes of Where's My 40 Acres, but I think I'm hooked. I got to ask, is there some hate towards the views of the Dark Hater? Uh, LOL, man, just when, just like when you guys really, really got heated, uh, within the late discussion of part two episode, um, oh, okay. Alright, here's what happened. Uh, first of all, y'all should be listening to Where's My 40 Acres. Yes. I was on there last week, or I guess this week, and, um, we talked about, um, Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. And my, my, my thing with Rick Ross is that he is fake, but he is skilled. Yes. Yeah, he's lyrics. He has good lyrics. It's not the best in the world, but he has lyrics. Um, he could be, he got flow. And um, you know, content. Man, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he has a lot of content. You know, most of his content is just I'm rich and I sell drugs. You know, even though it's a lot. And the reason we got into Rick Ross specifically, uh, Ice T was calling out how rappers are fake now and nobody says anything. And I say that's bullshit because rappers have always been fake and people haven't said shit. That's right. You know, it's just the even, way... Even he, he went to school, got an education. I mean, not trying to... Well, that's, that's, that's Ice-T, oh, not oh, Ice Cube. Okay, my bad. But even, um, but I brought up Ice Cube in this argument. Yes. Like, Ice Cube got a pass because he was, he was talented, he had a good message, and people were scared of him. But at the end of the day, he wasn't the gangster that people portrayed him as. Like, no. when he said in the song, I, I went and found lyrics where he was like, I just got out of prison and shit. Like, no, you did, Nice Cube. Mm-hmm. But it was cool because we understood the message and the story and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and not every rapper back then had a positive message. And some motherfuckers are just lying. That's right. Um, so uh, I basically said, look, shit has always been like this in rap. People have not always been called out. Mm-mm. That's just not the way it is. Now, Ice-T seems to be a real-ass nigga and whatnot. I'm not trying to demean him, but I'm just saying it's that old man thing. It's like how I, yeah. you know, it's like how we'll be like, kids these days, I tell ya. Back in my day, <laughs> kids have respect when they walk to up the hill both ways to school in the snow and all that mm-hmm. shit, right? So, um, I was basically just throwing that out there. And then me and Brandon got into it. And he was trying to say that Rick Ross, because, you know, Brandon, when he gets hot, sometimes he'll, like, go back and forth on his own argument. 
because he'll be so mad that he just want to win the argument. You know, because Brandon's just like, fuck this, I ain't relenting. Um, and, and I've seen him do it. I've heard him do it, So like, on the show, the people and stuff. Um, and so sometimes his points will get kind of mixed up. Like, this point doesn't go with point the he, point before it. That's right. But then, you know, the point after that might go with the first point. So he was saying that... Um, it's also bad because Rick Ross influences kids and all this shit. And I was like, well, wait a minute. If you believe that, then when you were so vehemently opposed to Dark Hater and him coming on your show and being like, yo, uh, this shit fucks up the kids, then don't you got to come back on one of these points got to be wrong. Like, you either got to come back and be like, yo, Dark Hater's right. It does fuck up kids and that's why it's bad. Mm-hmm. Or you got to come off of that and be like, yeah, okay, it doesn't fuck up the kids and that's not a good argument to use against Rick Ross. Yes. That was my whole point. So, um, and, and the thing is, I don't really have, uh, much anger towards Dark Hater at all. There's no hate there. Oh, no. Um, I support his show. And yes, I'm we love his show. Big fan. And, you know, do some more episodes, nigga. But I'm a big fan. <laughs> and I need that shit to come back in my life. Yes, so, we do. Uh, he's always been a big supporter of ours. So, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I think, um, we disagree slightly. On the effects of hip hop on the youth, uh, black minority youth in, in general, um, I feel like it may be a factor to some extent, but just not the extent that he pushes it to. And that, and once I said that, I don't think we've had a word about it since. Like I'm not gonna, yeah, we cool. Yeah, I don't disasperate about it. I don't go to you know like every time somebody's killed and the article's like, and they were playing Tupac in the background. I don't uh-uh. post that shit on my page. And sometimes I'll see he does that on his page or something, and I just avoid it. Like, I don't, like, we, we stated how we feel. Like, I'm not going to change his mind. He's not going to change mine. And it's such a slight degree of variance because at the end of the day, I look, I've, I've justified it by being like, we both believe the same shit. Keep your little fucking kids away from this hip-hop music like this. Like, it, was your, it doesn't matter, you know, if you're, it doesn't matter at the end of the day, if it affects them 100% or affects them 1%, why do you want your, why is it so important that uh, black youth who are like fucking 9 and 10 and shit be exposed to the fucking crimiest of criminals? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why is Rick Ross playing? And I understand that you can't protect the truth from everything, but at the same time, you know, once they get to a certain age, they're going to be introduced to it naturally anyway, but... You know, just rocking it around the house and things like that is a whole nother story. Yeah, even if it doesn't affect them, why is it important that your fucking five-year-old listen to Rick Ross, you know? That's true. That's my question, and once you ask that question, then the rest of the shit is kind of mute, mute because um, I believe that we both agree. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, there's no hate towards Dark Hater at all, man. That's, uh, you know, everybody, we all have strong opinions and shit, but I don't, no, no hate. Um, that's my nigga. That's All right. Let's hop on this pose, man. Take it off. Um, okay, so episode 215, audio quality conundrum. That's right. Nick Rose use big words sometimes. Ah! Might have to break a big word out on somebody. Um, so the poll for this one was, do you want to listen to an episode with sound issues, or should we not put it out? Um, and the reason I ask this is because, look, I, I do care about the quality of our show. Mm-hmm. But I also care about getting certain guests and stuff like that. You know, like, uh, say we got um, Kanye West to be on the show, but this nigga's on the cell phone walking through an airport and talking to other people. Do I not air that because the quality isn't good, or do I air that because it's like, ooh, Kanye West, people want to hear this. They're going to hear what we have to ask Kanye West. You know, so that was my, my, that was actually my question, you know. 
So, um, you know, do you want the episode or not? The first answer is yes. I want to hear the show, even if the quality is compromised slightly. 44%. No. I'd rather have no episode than one with sound issues. I can wait for the next show. 19%. Which is a pretty low percentage. I thought that would be a little higher. But, I'd, okay, 20% of people weren't satisfied with the episode. And they would rather not have the episode than, uh, you know, than a fucked up episode. Which, hey, I understand. Too. I'm not trying to down y'all. I'm not trying to play anybody here. Uh, this is a legit question I really wanted to answer our audience to. 36% of people say, I'll just leave it up to the host, which kind of puts it back on us. Um, so it sounds like if you add that up, more people would rather have the episode and decide for themselves than not have the episode and just leave it up to us. And then there's a good percentage of people who are like, okay, it's up to y'all. What are you going to do? Now, I, we've talked about this, Karen, and we've kind of decided what we're going to do, but I'm going to read the comments first, and then we'll talk about what we want to do, okay? Okay. Corman says, <clears throat> There have been plenty of episodes where the sound quality wasn't the best, and I enjoyed it nonetheless. Plenty, nigga. Plenty. Now, that is bullshit, sir. <laughs> There's not plenty of episodes. We worked harder than that. That, that. that phone was ratchet last time. It wasn't plenty. Anyway, it is usually the worst when you play voicemails and have people on the show from their phone. I'm firmly in the camp that I would rather have crappy sound quality than know the blackout tips at all. Um, and yeah, the, the, the voicemail thing, that's one of the reasons we want to get away from it. But yeah, until we really uh, have money to upgrade the equipment in here, we're going to always have some issues with the voicemails and stuff like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we try to work around it, you know. But yeah, it, it can be difficult, and I understand that. Also, sometimes it's not really the equipment. Sometimes it's actually niggas' phones. Yeah. Like, some people just, they phone fucked up, maybe they talk funny, you know, there's a bunch of reasons why shit doesn't go right, but, yeah, I feel it. Keith says, I like the show. Um, I know there's some sound difficulties, but you guys still turned out one of the funniest shows that I've heard. I like the Thug Friends music, and it was cool to get to know them a little deeper. As a person who actually runs a podcast, I definitely understand the technical difficulties. Machines are not perfect at all and will crash on you at the worst time. As a human, I am not really inclined to complain about free stuff anyway. That's right. Be a human being, sir. Nah, but thank you very much. And I don't want to get into the, like, don't complain because it's free, nigga. Like, I really didn't want to. Because I, I, I do, I think, like, if there's better quality and equipment po- podcasts out there that are giving away shit free, then how can I go, but our shit is free. Have low standards, you know, because, like, uh, you know, uh, somebody like Adam Carolla's shit is free, you know, for the most part. But, um, Terrilyn, uh says, I really, I totally agree with Corbin. When it's hilarious, it's hilarious. I'd rather hear it than not. I hardly ever understand the voicemails. I just wait for your response and try to fish out what was they were saying. Let me just stop doing voicemails altogether. Um, I think all that mess going on with Homegirl's phone with, for the Thug Friends episode made some of it more funny. I too thought she had been started vacuuming. Um, Terrell also says, "Oh, I should add. Maybe you should just add a disclaimer if the quality is bad. Maybe." Um, Shirley says, "Shirley Wong, S Y. If the sound issues are intermittent, intermittent. Mm, that is lawyer speak. I'll still listen to it. 
I subscribe to one pod, one sports podcast that occasionally has episodes of sound issues where you hear feedback or something every 10 seconds, and at that point, I just have to stop listening to the episode. So if the sound issues are slight, I still listen. I like to, I like knowing that the episode is coming, but if y'all don't feel comfortable with releasing the episode for whatever reason, I totally understand. David says, I want my black guy who tips, sir and ma'am. Ha ha ha, angry. I think you all could also, in this event that this occurs again, ask that person to drop if sound is an issue. I believe that your guests and listeners will understand. Now that is one thing I thought about too, but then like, we got her to be on the show, it was kind of difficult to get it booked, and I really don't, like I didn't know a comfortable way to be like, alright nigga, you gotta go, click. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know a comfortable way to be like, Nick, you can stay. You cool. Twiggy, I don't know what the fuck is going on with your phone. Plus, she was listening and interacting, and she was trying to participate. So, I don't know, man. It was a real catch-22. Because I looked up to them, man. I want them on the show. Like, mm-hmm. I I really don't know a better way to express it than that. I, I would have, like, on the real, I would have recorded the show and just not put it out. If I was going to, you know, because I enjoyed talking to them. It was fun as shit. Yes, those those motherfuckers are awesome. Yes, they are. Uh, Jay says, I still listen and did listen. It was very annoying at times, but I was in my shower while listening to the majority of it, so I didn't get the noise all in my eardrums. I blame her more than I blame you guys. I felt like she wasn't taking it seriously. If you know you are going to be on the show that could be potential promotion for you, treat it like that. I heard a comparison on the Insanity Check in regards to a lady that works from home and people always hear her kids on the conference call. I think it. I think it's unprofessional, and the owner of my company actually hates stuff like that. So in scenarios where she is representing the rap group and not herself solely, then maybe she could take it a little more seriously and carve an hour out or hour or so out. Uh, it didn't sound like she was doing anything that important, but maybe that's just me. I'm one that put my dog in the bathroom when I was going to be on the show out of fear she would bark. Yes, that's right. Jay was on our show, and she abuses her dog. All right, DH. <laughs> No, she keeps a clean dog. What are you talking about? <laughs> dog is flea free. But uh, nah, I definitely understand where she's coming from. And I, that's the other thing I look at it too. Um, not that I feel that she was necessarily embarrassing her brand or whatever, but I feel like uh, if, if a guest comes on and they don't feel that we're that important to them, and it shows during the interview, I don't feel like it's our like it makes us look bad. I feel like they wasted the opportunity. Man, we're here to give you the best opportunity to promote whatever you have. Because mm-hmm. that's what we're, we're here to support each other. I'm not here to tear you down. I'm not going to, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to, motherfucker, why are you going to take this serious? No, no, we're not going to argue. Um, but, yeah, I do take it into account. But, yeah, I, I would definitely take it serious. If I was, like, when I'm on somebody else's show, you know, I carve out my time. Like, it's one of the reasons that I think our guest appearances help grow the show so much because we take it serious. Yes, we do. Me and Roger was talking about that the other day, how a lot of times we try to be early, we try to know we're there, we check the equipment, because even on our side, sometimes we have difficulties, there might be sound checks, and like you say, every time somebody listens to the show, it's the first time they may have ever heard of you. Right, and like look at you the other day, you're on Agile J's show, and mm-hmm. you're probably up here till like midnight or so mm-hmm. doing the show. Same thing when I was on Where's My 40 Acres, Acres. that was a last second like, hey, somebody dropped out, can you, can you help us out? Mm-hmm. And I was probably on the show till one in the morning like that is professionalism you know i i wasn't like hey man i'm gonna eat some cheerios while i do this like i fucking ah. sat down and, and spent four hours talking with some some cast that was like let's 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 rap so um you know I, but i so i think it would and i think if i was out there just yawning and ho-humming through the interview then people would have took it negatively on me not 
where's my 40 acres? They'd be like, that dude was a bitch-ass guest. Because the one thing that we have on our side is that we have 217 episodes now. People know how we feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? They know that we're yeah. professional. They know we are trying to put out quality product. So it's really your chance as a guest to introduce them to yourself. Yep. So, uh, but but even with that being said, I, if I was li- I listened to the show for one, but uh, the episode with them, I still came away like, yo, I love them motherfuckers. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm biased. <laughs> I don't know. She could have been parasailing. I would have still been like, I love you, Tiggy. I love Tiggy. You're the best. DA says, that's part of the charm. You guys take whatever you are given and still make it happen. I admit, I had to turn the volume down when she started doing her thing. But hell, this is a multitasking woman. She gets shit done. Ah, she was getting it done. The kind, of, the kind of chick that can have dinner cooking while breaking you off. I can't hate on that. Besides, it was a fun episode. I'm glad I got to hear it. So, that's the poll's responses. And uh, I think we've decided that, yeah, we, we'll leave it up to ourselves. And we'll decide at the end of a show if something's worth putting out if it's not. You know, um, we definitely, uh, like, something like this, I, I feel like I worked months to get that going. Um, yeah, I would put that out. I feel like people look forward to having the thug friends. But say that was just an episode with like me and Karen talking to Will or Justin. I wouldn't have put that out because y'all get to hear that shit every couple weeks anyway. Um, but uh, that's that's kind of how we feel about it. Um, then we had the episode 216, Smellivator. And the poll on this one was about the Floyd Mayweather... Uh, Victor Ortiz fight mm-hmm. and the way that Mayweather knocked that nigga out. Mm-hmm. Dr. Rick says it was a bitch move. That's right. Dr. Rick does not support motherfuckers getting knocked the fuck out when they got their gloves down. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, in my, to me, I, I, the jury was out at the time because I like boxing, but I'm not this huge boxing fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more of a casual fan. But me too. I saw the knockout. I saw what happened going up to the knockout. And I was kind of feeling both ways. Like, yeah, I can see if... I mean, technically, it's in the rules. You got your ass knocked out. You fucked up. Um, And then part of me was like... But at the same time, it just looks so bad when you show that one-second clip of Floyd hitting this nigga, him turning to the ref, and then getting hit again, knocked out. (laughs) So I put it up to the audience to see what they thought. Was Floyd Mayweather's knockout a bitch move? And bitch moves in quotes. Mm-hmm. Yes, eighteen percent of people, which I think is pretty low. I thought there would be more yeses. Why? Because people hate Floyd Mayweather. True. Now I feel like those people are suckers, but still they hate him. Um, and then no, seventy-one percent of people because they know boxing and they know that hey, you get you got up. And ten percent of people said they didn't know because um, I didn't know at the time too, so I understand that. But now it's days later and I feel like I do know the answer. But let's get some comments on it, Karen. Let's do this. DH says, I thought the words protect yourself at all times meant to protect yourself at all times. Fool. Ain't no breaks in boxing. Once that bell rings, saying it's a cheap shot is like saying on a quick count in football is a cheap shot. I bet he won't let his guard down in the ring again. I bet you he won't. You know, I'm always wondering why this hasn't happened before. Uh, because I, sometimes, I, and I've always been annoyed by this, I hate boxers who talk to the fucking ref while the other dude is trying to box them. Yeah, that's some bullshit. And it happens a lot. Like, and it's boring. Like, you know, they get hit below the belt or something, the ref hasn't really broken it up or called timeout yet, and then you just turn to the ref and start talking. I'm like, dude, you could get knocked out right there. 
Like, right as you're a bitch and dude could just elbow you, like, punch you right in your fucking jaw. Good night. But, um, it was just funny because, uh, basically, um, I realized why that hadn't happened before. Nobody's as quick as Floyd Mayweather. Uh, I believe that. I believe that. uh, Classic Material says, Mayweather was well within his rights to swing on Ortiz after the bell had already rang. What I didn't notice but heard from the commentator was that he stepped on dude's foot when he swung on him. But either way, these are boxers that's supposed to fight for a living. Ortiz should have kept the apologies to a minimum. Um, Now, the other reason he may have stepped on his foot is because I believe he is a southpaw and the other dude is a righty. Um, and that happens a lot when southpaws and righties, just like headbutts happen a lot. A uh, left-hander, like okay. me. Like whenever you see me swing on a nigga, that's my southpaw. If I, if, like the ah. knock, the knockout blow is normally my southpaw putting it, putting them in the ground. Anyway, the hug and the pound was cool, but then he makes a bitch move by dropping a kiss on money. Not a good look, homie. And to open up the next round, touching gloves, trying to hug again. Sportsmanship is cool, but this idiot took it too far and paid the price. No country for you hugging ass fighters. Go to MMA or Greco Roman Wrestling if you're into that kind of man love. Didn't he headbutt him prior to that? Yes, he did, Karen. Okay, that's what he did. He was trying to apologize uh, profusely. And then he was bleeding profusely when he got his ass Uh, knocked uh, out. uh, Can't apologize. Oh, oh, pop shit, apologize, nigga. What I want to know is why the ref was so preoccupied outside the ring through both punches. Was the fix in? He was telepathically. Was he telepathically ordering hookers in the third row to be up in his penthouse after this round was over? Someone needs to test him. Ah. Someone needs to test him for the mutant gene. Another theory I've got is that, uh, given it was a Saturday fight, the ref might have been looking to the timekeeper's table to find out if he should start Rex Grossman the next day in his fantasy league. Ah ah ah! ESPN ended up. Uh, well, his team can't be too good. He's starting Rex Grossman. Alas, we'll never know. Either way, the biggest loser out of the whole fiasco has to be Ray J, who invoked all kinds of claims of ratchetness, declaring himself the king of the West, who was threatening to have his goons infiltrate Fabulous's booty hole, all in the same name of the money team. Ah! If you're looking for bitch moves, look no further than Brandy's little brother. Jay Lewis says, six reasons why the fight was fair. One, you read what you show. What you sow. Two, suffer the consequences of your actions. Three, consequences and repercussions. Four, do unto others. Five, hand down, man down. And six, uh-huh. protect yourself at all times. So that's why the fight was fair. I like that. Very succinct. Uh, Canuck Duck said, Canuck Duke says, <laughs> Maybe I'm wired differently, but I laughed like a motherfucker when that two-piece harp combo hit uh, came Ortiz's way. I mean, how are you going to go about your job as a professional boxer and do the following? A, not keep your hands up at all times. B, not expect to get hit in the face because of uh, because of A. C, act like you were just happy to be there after that kind of an ending. Yeah, that was the other thing, too. Like, the way Ortiz seemed so conciliatory after the fight... I couldn't be. I can't be mad on behalf of this nigga. Like, if you're mad, you're mad about Floyd Mayweather. You just don't like Floyd Mayweather because just, even the dude who got knocked out was like, "Yeah, that's about right." That's about right. Yeah, that that my nigga. I'm out. Yeah, appreciate you knocking me out. Take me my money first. I'm out. Uh, besides, the name of the game is hit and don't get hit. After the dude did his best ball ride from Street Fighter impression, I have no sympathy towards him. The whole incident was predicated on Ortiz's headbutt anyway. As Jay said in the previous post, you reap what you sow. 
And of course, Rashani commented, one minute ago, Karen, that's how current he is. He on it, ain't you? Nope. That fool tried to hug Money Mae twice. First time, okay. Second time, that's the bitch move. Obviously, Victor just liked the smell of May's sweat and the heat of his skin against his. Ah. Money recognized that and immediately decided to shit his shit out as Ray J had trained him ah. to do. Look on, this, look on the first hit, put your dukes up. If you ain't guarded by the second shot, you deserve to get clobbered. Racks on racks, Money Moolah team, man rape isn't funny. Uh, we also have one comment on this episode. Um... And it's from one of our favorite people in the world, Karen. Gabrielle. As the official biracial gal of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, I, as always, love the podcast. I love how much I laugh, how it makes my day go by faster, and how much I actually learn about stuff. I never really listened to the Wu-Tang Clan, but the shouts of Mandela... (laughs) Mandela made me want to start listening. And I'm learning a lot more about sports and college football, and I'm enjoying being able to discuss sports with my male friends. With all that being said, here it comes. Yes, Rod, you may actually click more now. I am saddened. I am saddened that my period of loneliness, which may be hard for a very cool married couple with like you and Karen to relate to, as you just celebrated your awesome wedding anniversary, congratulations, Thank smiley you. face, is seen as being cray-cray. You all mentioned having a drink with me, or rather being afraid to, along with Marshall. Is he single? Ah, he is not single. Ha, ha, ha. He has babies and a white woman. That man is locked up forever. Um, ha. I mean, he made it to the top, Ken. He got a white woman. I've read all the articles in uh, um, Psychology Today. That He's dude official. Is, Winning the most you can possibly win as a black man. Mm-hmm. It's the most you can hope for. Um, she says, I rarely drink, and when I do, I tend to be more hyper. Keep the party going. Super funny, and can have a deep conversation about politics and such. Now, isn't that everybody, though, when we get drunk? When you get drunk, everybody thinks, I can do, I'm on top of the world. And then, I can do anything. In real life, like, you punching niggas and shit. We had a great conversation about politics. Yes, and I have a black eye because of it. Yes. But, uh, no more talking to you while you're drunk. But no, I wouldn't be emotional or crying. So please understand that my loneliness doesn't mean cray-cray. <sighs> it just means that maybe I need to find more hobbies or hit the gym more or something along those lines. But there is no sore ratchetness or any of the craziness that occurs in Florida popping off in my circle. As always, keep up the great podcasting work. I've been able to learn so much about other podcasts and being able to laugh out loud at my desk for no apparent reason helps to keep colleagues from trying to borrow my office supplies. See? (laughs) See, I can laugh at the cray-cray thing to a degree, smiley face. Well, I'm just not going to say anything about this email and move to the the next, um, move to the next episode, Karen, because I don't want Gabby getting upset, man. Don't let me stop you from being, you know, happy and shit. You know, it's just jokes. Everybody that's official something of the show can take a joke. I oh, yes. Hope. I hope so. But, you know, we're not trying to pick on your loneliness, okay? Mm-hmm. It's okay. You know, gigolos get lonely, too. Like, some of y'all, ah, ah. Some of y'all recognize where that came from. Somehow. But, um, yeah, definitely, Gabby. I, you know, I empathize with your loneliness and stuff. But there's a lot of lonely people that aren't crazy. That's just all I'm going to say, okay? Anyway. 
So we had a very deep philosophical conversation about the death penalty with Will. Yes, we did. On our latest episode, which is episode 217. You know what? You're right. You're right. Um, and uh, thirty, and I basically I put it out there. No one left a comment. That's how serious this was. People were scared to put their name out there. I know, right? Behind, because <laughs> that, because, cause this is how I feel about this comment. You can't change somebody's mind. Nope, it's impossible. Like they change their own mind. Like the evidence for and against whether you're with the death penalty or not has been out there for fucking years. Yes, it has. Year before you were alive, there were arguments, and they have not changed at all since that time. Nope. It's really just you. Like, do you feel like this is right or wrong? Yep, and it's a moral question. So I asked, are you pro-death penalty? 35% of people said yes. 39% of people said no. And 26% of people said, I don't know. And there's no comment. So, uh, we'll move on from that. But uh, we've already talked about how we will feel about it. iTunes reviews. Okay, you want to do iTunes before the emails? Let's uh, do that. Oh, is that Okay. Of course it's okay. Yeah. Cool. Whatever you say. Um, so let's see. Where is the last one? Okay. This one is by Roderick Hall. I love that first name, Roderick. That's great. Five stars, of course. Because that's why I'm reading it, Karen. I only read five-star reviews. Yes, sir. If there, was, if there was a star above five, I would only read those. You know what I'm saying? Ah. That's how I feel about these five-star reviews, son. It's not a game. Nope. Uh, greatest podcast ever. Well, you're already on my good side, sir. Yes. Roderick, you're smart. Ah, ah. He said, go back and listen to episode 107, Classic. And 107, I believe, is the episode where we had Bomani Jones on uh, from The Morning Jones. And I believe it was called Keeping Up with the Bomani Jones. Yes. Um, and yeah, that was a good episode, man. Yeah, had a blast. Uh, I was very geeked up to have uh, my man Bo in the house yes. to talk about, you know, to talk about all kinds of random shit. Uh, we did the show as normal. Yes. I think a lot of people thought that, you, oh, this is a big get. You're going to do an interview and all this shit. But I, I talked to Bo all the time. Um, feel like I already know him. Feel like there's already a friendship there. So, uh, to me, it was just like having Will in the studio or Justin in the studio. Like, there was no need to go back and be like, but tell us how you deal with Morning Jones and all this interview shit. Like, nah, man, you just kicking it. And, uh, man, we just had a real good time, man. We did. We had a blast. Now, he did accidentally use the bathroom that Karen didn't clean, so that was odd. You sent him in there, son. <laughs> Don't blame that shit on me. <laughs> I was about to say, go downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> but he was even cool about that, so I was all right, you know. Oh, but nobody, everybody has that one bathroom that only they use. Yes, it's like, nobody but us use. It's okay because it's my pee. <laughs> 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 like, you clean this shit Um, Sixers fan Andre says, a week, a weekly must, five stars. So is he trying to say we stink? Like a weekly must? Like musty? No. Maybe he means a weekly must, like it's weak, a weak steak. <laughs> Ah, we need to clean, dude. Nah, uh, now you're talking about the upstairs bathroom. But, um, nah. <laughs> a weekly must. This is the most consistently funny podcast I've heard. And it's funny because it describes real life and stupid ratchetness that it entails. The episode with the Thug Friends was the funniest two hours in podcast history. Bravo, guys. So, like, that's one of the reasons I'm glad I put it out. Because I had such a good time, man. And, if, yeah. you know what? If one person came away with, like, yo, I get it. And that shit was fucking hilarious. 
Yo, I feel much better. Like, thank you. Thank you, Andre. Seriously. Thank you. Um, Sixers Fandre is how he, how he spells it, but I think it's Sixers Fan Andre. Anyway, that's too much to explain. Sorry. Funniest podcast. <laughs> funniest podcast ever. Five stars. So we have the greatest podcast ever, a weekly must, and the funniest podcast ever. Yes, sir. Garland says, I love listening to y'all. I'm always in my class, dying laughing at y'all. What class is this? I hope he's passing it. I hope so, too. Maybe it's driver's ed class or something you should already know. I hope it's not, like... Something important. I'm a heart surgeon, and I listen to the black guy with tips. (laughs) Did I just cut an artery? (laughs) Well, that was ratchet of me. Yes, that'll be on the news article. I'll send it in myself. Scalpel nurse. You notice how a scalpel's kind of like a sword? Anyway. (laughs) uh, Oh, you don't get that joke, either. (laughs) Um, I'm always in my class dying laughing. Y'all are my top two most listened to podcasts with Where's My 40 Acres. Hope you guys do this forever! Three exclamation marks. Yeah, Cam, okay, let's do it forever. Fuck it. Yep. I Got a Raise is the name of this. Uh, I love raises. Yeah. From Leah. And she says, I found this podcast after listening to BCCO's uh, Brooklyn Comedy club or something. I, I don't know what Elon calls that shit. But BCO's, BCCO's The White House, which is a podcast that is, uh, they don't do anymore, um, but it was by, hosted by Elon James and a lot of his comedian friends. Yes. And of course right hand man Aaron Freeman was there. Yes. Um, but uh, she found it by listening to that, which of course led her to Blacken It Up, mm-hmm. which is their political podcast. Which yes. Don't let that scare you. It is also hilarious. Yes, it is. Um, which led to the insanity check because Chris comes on that show. Yes. Like every other Monday or so, and discusses politics with them. Yes. Which led to Weiner and We Nerd Hard. Yes. Which is also another of Elon James' twelve podcast. That's a hard-working man. Yeah, that is. The, people say I'm the hardest-working man in podcasting. Uh, Elon works hard as shit. Yeah, he does all that shit from sir. his like own place, and uh, you know, and he was even on our show when we asked him to be there. Yeah, podcast really cool. like every day of the week, even like going on at six, niggas going on at two. Going, I'm like, damn. Now, of course, he should not be um, comparing his love with him and Eldra Williams to the love of me and Karen. That's ah. That's preposterous. That's preposterous, sir. <laughs> when you get your podcast divorce, we'll talk then, sir. <laughs> Polygamist. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never win the Republican ticket with that polygamy on your. No, you won't. Don't go for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, but that's my dude. Man. I love those people. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, that led her to the black guy who tips. Uh, and then led to spoil reviews, then Where's My 40 Acres, Filling the Lanes, and Consumption Junction. Woohoo! I sit in my cubicle and laugh all day instead of doing about three hours of actual work and lamenting on the te- tedium of my job. I now put in about five hours without even noticing it. Yes, productivity has improved and I got a raise. Wow. Mm-hmm. She was able to get her cell phone paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go to lunch. Mm-hmm. And I got a car. <laughs> and I rode a plane, rode a plane, rode a plane, rode a plane. Thanks, Rod. Thanks, Rod. I care for contributing to the come up. I look forward to the latest in sword ratchetness. Who knew there were so many crazy stories with swords? I'll stick to my taser for defense purposes only. Yeah, I agree, Leah. That's an excellent point. All right, we got some emails, and then we'll open up the phone lines. If that works for you, can yes. 
Alright, well, let me make sure. Okay, cool. Alright, yeah, alright. Yep, alright, everything works for you. Then uh let's keep going. Hey Ron and Karen. Hey Matthew. This is from Matthew. I'm a big fan of the podcast. I heard about you you guys from listening to Where's My 40 Acres. I was just wondering what the exact definition of a simp was. Also, you guys should make a bullet ball extreme and sword ratchetness t-shirt or hoodie. Now, I definitely am not making a bullet ball anything, because mm -hmm. that nigga is broke. He might sue me. Mm -hmm. I, he might be like, I want them $2, nigga. I'm like, no! <laughs> I made bullet ball famous again. No, fuck you! <laughs> Laughing my pain. I'm living in my car. I pawn my wife's wedding rings. You think it's a goddamn joke? <laughs> I know now. So it is the whole new thing with no bullet ball. Anyways, I just wanted to say you guys are hilarious. And I tell all my friends about you guys. Much love from Detroit. Also, um, another reason I don't want to do sword ratchetness because I'm against sword ratchetness. Oh, yes, we are. That's so... Now, now you might want to go to Scarfinger because he actually yeah. shows us pics. Maybe we can get some type of layover of sword ratchetness with that circle with the str line through it that says no sword ratchetness. Yes, now you said yeah. pro tasers. Hey, we get a picture with a taser on it. But um, a simp is basically any person, male or female, mm -hmm. Who uh, goes through uh, extreme romantic gestures um, that are unrequited, um, and they seem to be okay with that. So anyone who uh, is, instead of like, say you're trying to get with a chick um, and you pay her rent, but you ain't getting no pussy, but you are alright with that. You simp. Probably plain simple. And she probably don't want you. Yeah, you know she don't want you. You in that friend zone. You're afraid to put your dick out. You a simp. That's all. You're always kissing up to her. Shit like that. You gotta approach her with some self-respect. That's all. But uh, Stephen Chamber writes in, Yo, Rod, I've been listening to a couple for a couple of months, but never had the urge to reach out to him now. I'm in the shower just now and listening to Pandora as often, I, as, often as I do. Often. Well, listening to Pandora often as I do. All of a sudden, downtown by SWB comes on. Ha ha ha! These bitches were not only hoes, they were some nasty ass hoes. Ha ha Go back and peep the lyrics to downtown. Y'all didn't bring that up on the other podcast. I, the thing is, um, I was like 18 when it came out, so I liked that shit. Quietly, I was feeling them hoes. <laughs> he didn't want it out, but he was liking them. Quietly, I was feeling them hoes. Whole that might be the greatest line ever. Uh, quietly, I was feeling them hoes, but now as a grown-ass man listening to these lyrics, I'm straight tripping. Anyways, keep up the good work and much love to Karen, your ride or die chick, Steve and NYC. Yes. Thanks, Steve. And yeah, they, the lyrics of downtown are ratchet, man. I think we did read those on the show. But, uh, yeah, you can't find, stop till you find my love and all this shit. And they're just talking about their pussy. So, um, Carla writes in, hey, y'all. Hey. Rod and Karen, I absolutely loved your podcast on the Kevin Bacon Theory. It was hilarious. Ha! I have, <laughs> well, that's how she talks. I have been playing catch, catch up with the podcast. Been putting in time in, re in my retail hell job. Um. Oh, and putting time at retail hell. That's her job. So I profusely apologize. First of all, I've never apologized to get my podcast. We are prolific. There's other podcasts out there. 
Um, and you know, if you get behind, it's fine. It's, we'll always be here for you to catch up to, and it's not a big deal. Nope. You know, I don't want people feeling pressure. Like I gotta stay up. Like I, I understand. Shit happens. Um, now I want y'all to know I am still an SWV fanatic. I love those nasty girls. Ah ah ah! <laughs> ha! And y'all are y'all are right. That Taj singing on the track was some hot mess. Yes, it was. But I still love that mess. I know y'all, I know y'all, I want y'all to know I was on the floor when Miss Music Lover said she kicked that homeless lady's car. Oh my God. I, I probably would have run that heifer over with my car and took my money back. I have been on a ratchety ratchetness lately. <laughs> ratchety ratchetness. God damn. That's some serious stuff right there. That's like twice the ratchetness. Yeah, she, she took it to the uh, bad girls club ratchetness. I have been on ratchety ratchetness, ratchetness lately. So that would not have been that wouldn't have that would not have been her day. Feel what I'm saying? I want you to know uh, that there is an old handicapped white lady midget, yes, midget, that works that works at our DMV. And every time I have to go up to that jank, I feel like I'm in a Twilight Zone episode. That thing is mean as hell. Where do you get these people? Ha! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Keep up the good work. I loved your guests. And now have another podcast to listen to an addition of yours. Those those guys are funny. Pray for the kitties. Had to literally choke out my 13-year-old this week. That thing talked back and I was PMSing. Woo, that didn't go well. Remember, she's the one that told us to choke the children. Been peaceful in the house ever since. Ha! <laughs> I bet you it has. Smooches to you and Karen. Uh, besos y salud, salud mis amigos. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means. It's Spanish. Afro, no, that's where it's friends. Afro 10, a.k.a. Carla. Thank you, Carla. Yes. Ruben says, hey, Rod, I'm probably not the only, not the first person to send this email, but Rudy Raymore died in 2008. I heard Mike from Chicago say that he kicks it with them. Is he pushing around a dead pimp like Weekend at Bernie's? I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you this much. If Mike said it, I believe it. That nigga never so. lies. Um, and so uh, I got this email, and this made my week. Uh, what up, man? In case you fail to connect the dots, let me tell you who I be. It's Chill from Miami, goddammit. <laughs> chill. I miss hearing your funny ass on the radio. Love your thought process and must admit that I've been a fan from day one. I hope you keep in touch and drop me a line every now and then. Well, I gotta go. I want to see if they are going to execute this black man without having any evidence to support their case. Do you still do you still think we are truly free? Hmm? You have a good one. <laughs> I don't remember saying I think it was truly free, but whatever. Um, and so I wrote her back, and then she wrote, wrote, uh, wrote, wrote back and said, I went to your website and listened to your show. All I can say is this shit is off the glass. Where the fuck have I been? <laughs> you motherfuckers been partying hard and ain't said shit to nobody. What the fuck, dude? Your wife is cool as shit. You two go hand in the motherfucking, hard in the motherfucking paint. I wanted to call in and throw up a couple lives just to see what you do with them. Tight work. Tell uh tell shit talking hating ass Toya to suck dick and die. <laughs> I'll get with her punk ass later, smile. And if you have time, give her my email address so I can cuss her ass out on the regular. I did Hitman show the other night, I had a good time. Maybe you could call maybe let maybe you let me call your show one day so I can just air it out air it out. Well, I gotta go. I was supposed to leave town about an hour ago, but I had to get this email to you. Have a good one. I'll get with you. Blessings. 
So thank, thank you, you. That's awesome. I will get your email, Toya. Thank you. Um, DA says, um, hmm, listening to that makes me wonder. Do you think Ray J has ever really had a fight? I mean, other than with Brandy? Because he's talking about that rant from Ray J. Nah, Ray J sounds like a nigga that don't fight. Oh no, oh no. Toya wrote in, Rod, sir, I can't believe you gave up Chris Webber, but for Alec Baldwin, but the Alec Baldwin trade is paying off right now. (laughs) 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 Okay, okay. Toya is talking about the episode of Consumption Junction Junction that we did. Yes. Where we did racial trades. We traded people from other races, well, white and black, basically. Yes. To different races, and we did. I, it hurt. It really. Toy, I'm still not over it. But we gave up Chris Webber. He's now white. But we were able to get Anderson Cooper. Yeah. We were able to get Alec Baldwin. Yes. And Alec Baldwin's already being black. Yeah. Already calling people niggas and stuff. Like, nah, he ain't calling them niggas. But he did say niggas in Paris when he spelled it all out on his Twitter the other yes, day. Yes, I love him. I love him. Welcome love to the club. Baldwin, Welcome man. to the club. We already sent him his chicken plate. I thought you knew. Oh, and the phone lines are open, 704-557-0186, Um, It says, uh, she says, I don't have much to say, but I, I'll have more ratchet stories in the future, especially Stalker Trial 2011. I'm very tired uh, from driving this week, so I bid you adieu. Yours truly, Toya, P.S., fuck Mario Chalmers, hey, chill. <laughs> I think we should get them on at the same time. You know what? I, I was thinking about that. I, I think that would be actually classy. I will, I will, I'll, I'll reach out to Chill and see if we can make this happen. Cause. Yes, yes, because a lot of people, I just miss both of them, man. It just hadn't been the same. Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, so phone lines are open. If you, I'll leave it open for a couple minutes if anybody I'm wants to call. Off. No pressure. 704-557-0186. Uh, just let us know. But, um. Until then, Karen, uh, tomorrow's guest uh, will be some Negroes. I don't know, Karen. Who, who cares, really? Now, it's going to ah! be it's gonna be Adjective J from the Negro Majority. Yes. And we're going to have a real Anj, uh, who's also been on the Negro Majority. Yo, what's up? This is the Black Eyed Tips. How you doing? What's going on, y'all? Chilling. What up, Shiny? I always give other people a chance to call them first, but they don't. I need y'all to step y'all games and I'll start the bills off of them. Sick of being the emphasis for all y'all thoughts. <laughs> I'm my house. I got, I got 16 picnic tables. They all plastic, son. <laughs> I got to get on shit. Sometimes when I come home, I sit on one plastic table and I put my foot on the other plastic table, son, that's living. <laughs> I got racks on racks on racks of towels. <laughs> um, because my wife, she says I, I, I drool when I when I eat, I, I drip. So I gotta use towels to wipe it off. But I don't care what you say, cause me and my moolah team, I'm talking DJ, I'm talking fellas, I'm talking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Nuts know the dude who will fuck her in the ass. I mean, fuck you in the ass. <laughs> goons. You know what? I got goons. I got, I got chunk. And I got mouth. And I got data. And I got Mikey and Brad. And I got sloth. I got six goons. 
and they all dig deep some for that money. I feel, I feel kind of bad for people from the West Coast now because y'all can't possibly talk shit after uh, <laughs> after after my man Ray J went off because all y'all slang now just reminds me of Ray J. <laughs> you know what? We got to make up some new stuff. <laughs> yeah, y'all got to go back to the drawing board because like all that I got niggas outside the moon. All that shit is done for me. Mm-hmm. You can't come back you to the West what? Coast. Like, come on. We on that. We on that new stuff. No longer are we calling folks Mark Busters or Punks. We taking it all the way to England. So we're going to be like, check it out, you ruthless scoundrel. <laughs> you scoundrel. And we're in our jalopy. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, you scallywag? <laughs> you scallywag, we're going to truncate you with a blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> you swallow. <laughs> Yo, and uh, <laughs> and me and uh, Rashani and Knox and some dude named Will, we all played uh, Gears of War three last night mm-hmm. in the co-op. I see y'all playing. Hey man, y'all gotta if you don't got that game by now, y'all gotta get that game. That shit is sick, man. And you know what? I was I was real real hurt, and I don't know. Again, if it's just me, let me know. But Cole Frank, first of all, they, they mellowed him out a lot. And I had to clear food throughout the game to make up for the fact that he wasn't more than enough. Like, I felt he needed to be blacker. <laughs> when I realized that he's the only black person left in the entire world. <laughs> like, if you've never seen this game before, it's now it's a, you can play four-player co-op, and there's a, a white dude, a Mexican guy, an Indian woman. We, we determined that that's an Indian woman with a British accent. And Cole... <laughs> And, and so it's like Cole must feel lonely. Like he walked into the stadium and all these white folks and scar faces were coming up to him and I never saw a brother. So, you know, I, I'm I so just, guilty for him. But that game is right. It's righteous. Like and, and the theory I came up with with Cole last night was that Cole would have made the best slave of all time because he was just so excited about everything. Yeah, so he was like, woo! Let's go pick this cotton, baby! Woo! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when you get down with that, bro? We gonna fuck up the shit around. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like, let's till the lower 40. It's like, I thought, it's like Harry Tubman would come and be like, listen, all you niggas with me, we gonna skate to the north, to the promised hey. land. I'm gonna stay right hey, here and just keep on picking, baby. Whoa! <laughs> it's like, we, we gonna break away when, when, when Master go to sleep. We gonna break out and film. We gonna kill all the white folks, and we gonna have our freedom. Massa <laughs> always been good to me. Whoa! <laughs> he would get that pot. <laughs> but anyway, man, thank you very much for calling in, Rashani, thank man. Thank you, Rashani. Yeah. I'll talk Same to you, dude. <laughs> but yeah, that that here's the world was funny last night, man. Oh. Now, I really enjoy that game. I'm glad I had a good time. Something I want to talk about, you talking about the voicemails. Yes. And about the quality of them. Right. I think that um, something we may do is just listen, and if it's not quality, just interpret it or let people know or something like that. Yeah, I mean, we pretty much do that now. That's you true. know, we, I mean, I like, we try to, y'all don't know, we try. 
But uh, until we can really get that, you know, good equipment where it's like, okay, the actual call is coming through the equipment, not, oh, okay, not, not the speakers. Not, okay. okay. You know, okay. then we're just fucked. What can we do, you know? But I do want people to be able to have their voices heard. But. Yes, sir. Anyway, tomorrow, Adjective J, Real Ange. Mm-hmm. I try to remember that because every time I see it spelled, I don't want to say Ange. Yes. Um, we'll be on the show tomorrow and uh, we'll just be talking about random shit. Uh, of course, Andrew J shows the Negro majority. Karen was just on that. Yes, I was. You can find all Scooter. You can find all that out by going to guest spots on our uh, page. Um, so until tomorrow, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. I know a lot of people that smile in my face But talk behind my back every time I'm gone So when they call my number, I'll never pick up I don't owe you shit, bitch, leave me alone I'm going big, some my dick 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 Many niggas, not enough hoes And some of you niggas, acting like hoes Stage myself like Lola Duke Yeah, I find myself a night in the moon To apologize or be big with you We apologize if you ever knew Too many niggas, and not enough hoes And most of you niggas, acting like hoes Everything I do is to I'm I'ma take my time, I'ma master it Be mindful of a master mind But I let my right when you mama let me Blow up, blow up, hold up, I ain't seen your kind before See me as a dollar sign, till I resign Or you report that I done you wrong And I'm leaving, no, my home is never Nigga, right now is now and never Nigga, right now I'm high as ever But however, I know a lot of people That smile in my face But tell me I'm coming back Every time I'm gone So when they come my number I'll never take up Don't know you shit
I remember when I came out and shit, man, it been so long since I seen my dick. Probably been five months since I seen my sick. God damn it, can't die when it comes to this. When I was sleeping on couches, nigga couldn't get a car, just a Glock for my voucher. Nigga, I was motherfucking out here. But the flashing lights, I be stuck like reindeer. When I should have been making bang years, I was somewhere stuck with a flame here. Motherfucker, see how far that I came here with broke and I came up in the same year. Can I get a hell yeah? Uh, drop my tear, hold my joy, show my pride. Music save my fucking life, I'm doing it right. Can you left me Feel my pain now, styling her this shit. I spent a thousand different hoes, different islands. I'm a mixtape in a song like an album. Reason why I'm doing it, bitch. Suck my dick, yeah I'm doing it, bitch. Suck my dick. Tell them I'm going big, bitch. Suck my dick, yeah I'm going big. Yo, you on the black out here? What up? What's up, Rod and Karen? Oh, what up, Charlie Scooter? How you doing, babe? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know I had to call because my my podcast cousin was shunning called in. <laughs> so, you know I had to come in after him and try to you know be a little more reasonable, bring some some sanity back to the room. Um, <laughs> yo, Rod, uh, I I told you, I told you, baby, I told you, Gabby, one cray cray. She just need she just need a little affection. Yeah, she's just lonely, according to her. Uh, now, now you do realize you can be crazy and lonely at the same time. I'm not saying the two terms aren't mutually exclusive. The way I, the way I feel it though is like if it's working for her, because I see guys out here trying to holler at her and stuff. If it's working, then why why change it, baby? I'm yeah, I agree you. with that. I agree. What I am helping you, dude. Is feeling this? You like it, there would be nothing worse than me being like, nah, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. I'll do you. Crazy. I just want her, but at the end of the day, crazy or not, I just want her to be happy. And if she feels like we're picking on her, then I'm gonna stop because I don't want. I don't think there's nothing funny about just fucking with Gabby just to be fucking with her. That's not cool. Right, right. I just, just wanted to say that, like, yeah, I told you, baby, she ain't cray cray. She gets a little lonely. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm serious, dog. I I see enough tweets. From chicks, they'd be like, you know, I want to get some. And I'd be like, yo, that kind of explains the ratchetness coming for you. You know, if you was, if you was laying up in the bed with a man right now, you probably wouldn't be tweeting unless it was just really whack. But at, at that point, you know, you probably like, you, you know, you put out something funny, but once, you know, once she started getting lazy, it'll be different. You know, we just need to find somebody that'll take that for the team. I got somebody in mind, but uh, he don't live no. near. <laughs> hey, well, I will not. I will not put up any argument against that. Like I said, I'm done making jokes on Gabby. It doesn't seem like she thinks it's that funny anymore. So fuck right, it. Right. I, no need to cause that drama. Right, but um, question: um, Who do you? How you think you'll do this week in fantasy football? You think you'll be Karen again this week? Do we play each other, Karen? No, we don't hope not. This week. At least I don't think yeah. so. Uh, I don't think we. I don't think I play Karen until later on in the season. But yeah. of course, I will be whooping that ass like I always do. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, that's kind of my thing. I can't. You know, I don't know. I don't know what this podcast is gonna sound like if Karen beats me in the championship or something. Ah, uh, I might lose my mind. Yeah, right. And, do so. But you know what? You you wonder why she beat you at times? Yeah. Because you won't let her win that fantasy football. That's why she beat you sometimes, right? Ah, it isn't that she's cray-cray. It's cause you won't let her win that fantasy football. Hey man, I, I get out of line sometimes. It happens. But you know, she just have to handle that business like a woman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> get back in the kitchen and start working on sandwiches and lead a football to the men. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Am I right, fellas? Oh, Up top. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right, but I'm done, man. Have a good day. You All right, too, man. Babe. Peace. Peace. Bye.